The show started. All right. Wow. Wow. Electric opening, electric in the air. New episode, new chub step. First chub step of March 2019. That's great. March is a good month. Is March a good month? Shamrock Shakes are back. Maybe. I don't know. They're coming back. So if it's March, why is it like eight degrees outside? I think it was like 55 here. (laughs) So sounds pretty March-like to me. That's applicable for all our Georgia listeners. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's a couple. Yeah. There. Yeah. There's. Uh. I actually have no idea what the uh where where the listeners are because I don't want to pay the upgraded subscription for that uh for that ability. But (laughs) we can assume there's one in every state. How about that? One in every state, and for Georgia, nice weekend, wasn't it? (laughs) And that's where you say yes. Then they agree. Then they silently. Yeah, for Steed, I think it would have been nice, you know, for me to do the uh, the plunge there. But then it wouldn't have been as polar. I just, the the polar plunge was this past weekend, and Pat asked before the show how the weather was, and it was really bad. Uh, it was really bad Sunday morning. It got better as the evening as the day went on. But I'm trying to think about like, if you're doing the polar plunge, what's the point of doing it if it's like 50 degrees outside? Then it's just a a plunge you're just getting wet yeah you're just getting wet like as much as it sucks to do it when it's super cold like the whole point is that you're doing it you're cold you're supposed to be really cold you're supposed to be freezing uh and they say freezing for a reason but that doesn't it's not like a great rhyme uh but that's just one they kind of force a little bit kind of like a hip-hop lyric they'll force it a little bit but freezing for a reason you know like it was very cold it was you know and we had on, we were dressed as sexy lumberjacks. We had uh, cut-off jean shorts and then sleeveless flannels. And then, Yeah, I saw pictures. You guys were lumbersexuals. Yeah, lumbersexuals is another way of putting it. But lumbersexuals is a more modern term. So for our elderly listeners out there, we were lumber, sexy lumberjacks. But, I think Paul Bunyan, but with short shorts. Yeah, like a super hot, sexy Paul Bunyan. Like, <laughs> like Brad Pitt. That's how I Paul describe it. Movie, like you know, playing his life, a biopic. So, Jared, did you guys win the costume contest? We actually did win the costume contest this year. Get out of here! Oh my! What? It was. I know it's. It's been years of the last time we won the costume contest was the first year we did it, which was like six or seven years ago, and it was my dad that won it individually, not as a group. This oh yeah, year, he was Dosaki's man, right? Dosaki's, yeah, he won as the most interesting man, and and like there was much less costumes this year. 
uh, the the costumes were like there just was there was a bunch of Where's Waldo, which is you know this is decent, but it's pretty basic. And then there was the guys that like had some polar bears that were like one of those costumes where your feet are actually straight down, but it looks like your feet are dangling over some animal. Oh yeah, yeah, one of those costumes but with a polar bear uh, on the under the feet. It was a custom made thing, so it was pretty fancy. But um, it, we were like a huge group. We I don't know how many people. I think eighteen people or something were in our lumberjack group, and so and we all the inflatable axes and. We won it, and Pat, you're gonna love this uh, this gift. We got uh, box seats to the White Sox game. <laughs> <laughs> Face value of seven dollars. No, nice. no, the the, the Comet box seat is actually uh, a pretty good location. As far as the box seats go, it's kind of just directly behind home plate. Yeah, Paul, what kind of comment was that? Yeah, come on, Paul. I'm, that's a socks. Socks are not a hot ticket item. That's what kind of comment that was. Okay, there's still box seats. Exactly. Yeah, there, I guess that's nice. There is no such is thing the as food a, comped. Food is comped. There's and drinks. So there's no oh, such wow. bad Ooh. thing as a uh, as a you know a box seat. Like I've I've gone to Chicago Fire you know soccer games in box seats and I had a great time just because it's you know you don't care about this you know regardless of what's going on on the field you're more, you get the free stuff right you like. You, just to sit there and hang out with, and it's all people that we did it with. So we'll be hanging out and stuff like that, you know, and you get free stuff. So then, and then whatever happens on the field is a bonus at that point. It's basically like you're having a little mini party while an event's going on. So it's, uh, I'm, I'm always a big fan of the box. Well, some guys run around down there. Yeah. Well, some guys run, you know, run around and hit a ball. So, and then every once in a while you get a good like streaker or something like that. So you never know if you get like a bonus Ooh. type of thing like that. So, and that that's something you have to be in the stadium to see because they cut it out on television. Uh, yeah, and that's rude. And it's rude. <laughs> it's rude to whoever dedicated themselves to streaking. But uh, so that was so. Anyway, it was very cold. It, they had to. Uh, this is the second time I've seen this. They had to dig out a section of the ice so that the people could swim in. Uh, that's like the, oh, yeah. the entire, <laughs> you know, sand beach was frozen. Like the the water going up to it was frozen. There was no waves. And so they, and then they had a big fireboat in the back, which I guess it's supposed to be like for some rescue. They must have to technically do that for some reason. Like if somebody were to be stuck further out in the water, but it'd be impossible because, oh yeah, uh, you couldn't get out past five feet, you know, not five feet, probably like you know twenty five feet of where they had cut out all the ice, and you couldn't get past that unless you were underneath the ice, which you're not going to be safe from the fireboat, which is far away anyway. But it was like literally the fireboat was sitting on the ice. It looked like something you'd see in, you know explorers in antarctica or something like that but uh so then you were you go when you go in the water it was kind of it was very brown and uh like sandy and also like slushy like there was a you know chunks of little ice and stuff like that uh and that kind of thing there was so you get you took a quick drink while you were in there you tried to keep your mouth closed i did hear that a few of the guys uh got you know had their mouth open and that was obviously a mistake i'm a veteran enough not to do that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, they're just so uh, excited to keep their mouth wide open well i think sometimes people hit the you hit the water and you gasp for air sometimes like <gasps> that type of thing that kind of reaction that's, and then you're in that's water a bad reaction <laughs> and then you're in water <laughs> and so you just start absorbing some of that uh but yeah it was it was pretty bad the run back um you know the run back is always the worst part after you get out of the water then just running back to to start to heat up the, the so two people that day ended up going to the hospital in an ambulance. 
Oh, what pussies. But, but here's the kicker. Uh, I found this out. So we had heard that. We're like, oh, man, that kind of sucks. You know, I'd heard of, I remember a couple of years ago, some girl went to the hospital. She was wearing like a bikini the whole time and was waiting outside for a while. And then, you know, that was just a bad idea. Uh, but then, you know, I so I heard two people this time and I'm like, oh, I guess that happens, you know, every once in a while. I found out that the two people uh, that that went to the hospital were not actually plungers. Uh, they were spectators. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, my God. Uh, so one of them was uh, potentially sick when he went to that because he had to go to the, you know, take the ambulance. And the other one was uh, potentially intoxicated. Those are what the reports were. I, I would pregame that event. Yeah. It, it, yes. It would definitely be something you could pregame. It's just because, it, but like we're kind of doing with a corporate event. So it's, you, you don't, you're not really sneaking in the booze so much to that. You got to just drink before it gets super wasted. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yes. But it's early. For all that's the, the thing. All the pros out there. Oh, yeah. Know. If you're a pro, but also pros, I don't think wake up that early. You would probably have to wake up at like seven to, you know, if you lived close to start drinking yeah. to get over there. The one year I signed up for it, I uh, went out the night before and there was just no way I was getting up that early. Yeah. I yeah. paid the $35 or whatever. Yeah. And then <laughs> and said, <laughs> nope. No, thank you. <laughs> just donated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh what's been that was the big that was kind of the big event in my in my weekend was just you know mentally preparing for that and that kind of stuff. What was going on with uh with you Pat? Um I learned do not buy sushi from a 7-Eleven. Oh, That's absolutely horrible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh wait. Well So <laughs> What what made you Wait, what? Of all the choices, Pat, why sushi is so Risky in general, unless you're going through a good place. Why, of all foods, would you pick sushi from 7-Eleven? What was going through so your I mind? Stopped, I stopped into a 7-Eleven when I was driving home, and I just, like, I got really hungry all of a sudden. So I wanted to eat something. didn't matter what it was. And I seen it as, like, an option. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to try it. Um, you, It's, like, so, like... Like, you know, like the rolls, they were like so tough to chew through that like I only got through like two pieces. I guess tough is better than like way too squishy. Squishy, yeah, yeah, yeah. What roll did you get? Do you remember? It was, no, it was just like crab beet rolled in rice. Just said sushi. Oh. <laughs> just generic nice. sushi. No descriptor. Yeah. It just has a sushi. 7-Eleven <laughs> sushi. You know what else I got that's yeah. actually like super cool is they were selling like these ten foot long phone chargers. Ooh! So this thing, this is very nice. This is a game changer. I would recommend on getting those. You can oh, use. Oh to- yeah, I have like a six foot phone charger. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah, well, it changed try a me. ten foot. Yeah. Oh god, if I had a ten foot, the things I could do. I could jump rope with this thing if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that'd be a good, uh, a good party trick, Pat. So, <laughs> so the the food was just I'm assuming, and that that crab I think is that imitation crab that the a lot of crappy yeah, sushi's will have. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably right. So yeah, yeah I oh. just wouldn't recommend on ever trying that. Yeah, it. Yeah, a, a lot of restaurants use the imitation too, but it's like higher quality crab. Uh, the go the whole Seven uh, Eleven, it's a rough go. Yeah, that that and uh, Subway has a tune. I remember uh, Q-Tip. 
he worked at Subway for a while and he had that like I was like what does you know what's the least ordered thing here and he said probably the seafood at the time I don't know if the Subway still has this this was like four years ago they had a seafood like option and it was basically imitation crab and stuff like that which is I think imitation crab is actually a different type of fish that they just cut up in a certain way and color and things like that I think that's I had no idea what it is I thought it was vegetables no, no, I think it's actually a seafood item. I would have to. There's no way of knowing actually, but I think at the time he told me that. But but Subway, another you know, not a place I would want to get any sort of you know. Maybe you get maybe you could get like a tuna melt because tuna just comes in the cans and they're just oh, you know. Oh no, I used to work at a sub shop like eight years ago or yeah. something. And you take the tuna, but it comes too wet in the can. So to dry it out, you have to take it, put it in a rag, like a just rag that you guys have. And then you twist it super hard and squeeze all the water out. Mm. And I don't know the quality of cleaning that these rags got. It was <laughs> oh, probably God. decent. Oh, it wasn't like but a one-time like, so, paper paper towel use and then it was done? It was like you no, reused No, it was rag. reusable like rags. Oh, God, your tuna rag. And I'm like, this is disgusting. But people ordered it and I just, here's some, here's some tuna. Steve, explain how you ended up leaving that that uh, sub with that fast food establishment. <laughs> How I left uh, the Melio sub shop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I was I was a delivery driver there. Yep. Um, this was when I was like in college. I was in community college in Iowa. So I was pretty much just. I was. It's it's a it's a long story. I won't get into that one. But I was a, I was a delivery driver, fastest delivery driver that they'd ever seen. One time a guy ordered a sandwich, I got, by the time he got off the phone, I got over there in a minute and a half with his sandwich. He almost lost his mind. <laughs> but he was right across the street, and I knew that. Okay. I did it fast. So <laughs> I had the guy stall him while I got a head start. Nice. Oh, nice, nice, nice. He knew what going in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was the delivery driver. Then my car broke. Uh, it was a Hyundai Elantra. The starter broke, so the car wouldn't start, and it broke in the parking lot. So we had to push start the car to get it home. Push started to get it back, and they're like, "Hey, um, we need you to come into work for your shift." And I'm like, "I don't. My car broke. What do you want me to do?" They're like, "Ride your bike." I'm like, "It's negative eight degrees in the winter in Iowa. You want me to freaking get down there?" And then they uh, they decided that I still worked there, and I decided I did not work there. And after a couple uh, couple days, maybe a week, we just came to a mutual agreement that I did not work there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> there was no firing. There was no quitting. It was just a mutual agreement. Just a mutual agreement. <laughs> hey, this guy's he's done. Kind of like a, a summer romance that you both knew that the summer was going to end. And you didn't need mm-hmm. to go through the formalities of, you know, I'm done, you're done. This isn't a long-term thing. Yeah, I think both of us were just so into the relationship that we couldn't cope with it. So we just stopped talking, you know, me, yeah. and, me and Emilio's. I kept Emilio's hat, though. It was a pretty sweet hat, but I lost it. I think it's and in I my garage. It is. is it? Yeah, I actually think I have it at my, <laughs> my parents' house. I will... Jay... I've been looking for that hat for like six years. Let me, I'll double check on that. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> we'll the Melios hat. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah I definitely have seen it at my house in the not not too distant past. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. this raises some questions. Why did you steal my hat six years ago? Yeah. <laughs> Probably left it on my plate. All right, yeah, we gotta we gotta move on. We can't talk. No, Steve, Steve, you know we can't worry about that right now. Uh, I'm wor- all right. <laughs> I know, call, I know. I'm calling Gwen. Call her right now. So, uh, <laughs> so Pat, you got this. You got the Seven Eleven. Uh, so you don't recommend Seven Eleven for a, a nice sushi date with a girl. Not the least bit. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good, to Good to know. And then, what were you saying after that? Um, that was it. Oh, that was it. Okay, so just don't avoid Seven Eleven at all costs. Don't even buy gas there. They even sell. They barely even sell gas at those anymore. Now it's like you know, it's mostly a a place to buy sushi. To buy sushi, yeah, it's mostly a sushi place now. How do I reach these kids? Well, Steve, what's been going on with you? Uh, I mean, if you guys want to guess what I did this weekend. Is this like a, I was getting yeah. I was getting wasted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good time. You yeah. Know? Yep. Stuff got pretty weird. I don't want to talk about it All right. on the uh, on the show. Not really appropriate for young viewers. Okay. We do have the explicit um, tag, but yeah, good point. Good point. We have the explicit tag? Yeah. And I can't say jacking off. Pat, do you want to talk about jacking off? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Alright. Just Google Google her and then type in <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Bird up. Hello. I'm gonna talk uh, Momo Challenge. What's the Momo Challenge? Have you not seen the Momo Challenge? No. <laughs> Pat, have you seen it? I know what it is, but I have not seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen like the thing. So there's this like Apparently hidden in like children's YouTube videos, there's this freaking weird face, like, I don't know, bulgy eye freak girl who like convinces kids like it's like a normal video. Then Momo pops up and she's like, hey, you need to turn your oven on at night, like turn your stove on at night and then go to bed. Oh, no. She's apparently trying to get like children to like kill their whole family. Oh my god. Is this like a real this like a legit thing? I I looked it up. Apparently it's a hoax, but it's all over like Facebook and the internet and like you know all these does, sites with the Momo the- challenge of people like saying, Oh, my kid was looking at the internet and then he turned the stove on and it almost <laughs> killed us. Well, kids probably, like, little kids probably should not just be, like, randomly on YouTube or, like, you know, just the internet. Like, I don't know. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. They said they were hidden in kids' YouTube videos. I see, I see. Like, it was the kids' YouTube. this is safe, yeah. Subliminal messages in those. Kim Kardashian tweeted a warning to parents. Oh, that's, yeah. Did she talk? Yeah, apparently it is a hoax, though. Mm Mm-hmm. But I want to know what would you guys uh, what would you guys be telling kids to do if you had this kind of control if you had Momo control? Stay in school. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you would you would do a Is positive that... message, Pat. You would use it as a positive thing, or would or would do you have to go along the lines of a negative thing, Steve? 
Oh, you can do whatever. I mean, it's your Momo. You're Momo right now. Um, I mean, like, selfishly, I'd probably have them, like, open their parents' phones and subscribe to Chubstep on it. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be a good. Maybe we got to start getting some Momos in there. Uh, yeah, we could probably do that. What does Momo look like? As you said, she... Uh... Jay, throw a quick Google at it. It looks like okay. a demon lady. Got it. Oh, yeah, not attractive. Not attractive. No, yeah, pretty um, spooky. Yes, don't like that. Uh, <laughs> but something that a kid has access to. You don't. I want anybody to get actually injured, but it would be funny to do some sort of, you know, annoying little things for the kids to do. I would have the kid, like, just pour out all the milk. <laughs> yeah. Like, like pour out all the milk and then every morning the family would come down and <laughs> no <laughs> milk. Like milk. I was thinking it is something with like, you know, what are those classic like prank things? Uh like they used to put like the hands you know, you put like hand soap in different things. Like um <laughs> how about like mayo you pour mayo inside inside the hand soap. So somebody's like, you know, putting mayo <laughs> on their hands instead of something like that. A lot of like just interchange all of the white liquids in your house. That's basically what I tried to do. <laughs> Um, that would be funny. Just like annoying type of stuff, and they they keep being like to the point where the parents might think that they're buying the wrong stuff. Like, why would the, why would the kid ever do that? You know, like what would make the kid <laughs> think to do that? <laughs> be like, is our kid like okay? He keeps putting mayonnaise in. It. <laughs> <laughs> that would start a rift between the family. That's what I'm saying. I think they would never expect the kid to be the one doing it. I, I don't know what age we're talking about with these kids, but I'm assuming that they're fairly young. That's my daughter. She uh, take that uh, off. To the point yeah. where they wouldn't know what was a joke type of thing, right? So it's not like they're going to be laughing at it when the when the parents comes down and starts, you know, pouring out her milk and, you know, <laughs> it's actually like, you know, dishwater, you know, it's actually like some disgusting white substance, you know, you don't want something that somebody gets sick, but like, you know, like soap, you get a little soap in your mouth, you're going to spit it out right away. You don't want to like throw like yeah, a tie like, pod uh, in the, soap. Yeah. You don't want to do that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's something, something, it's gotta be a little bit, if you're going to have the, the challenge of the kids, I mean, what, yeah, Pat, stay in school. I mean, do you want the kids to be in school? Your pay, taxpayers Jared, are paying for that school. Such a stupid question. Just stay in school. <laughs> well, I'm just saying you're paying for that school. Less kids in school means less taxpayer money going to going to schools. That's fair. Think about that. You're not spending it on taxes. <laughs> <laughs> All you know, they go to private school and they're paying for it themselves. Okay, okay. <laughs> you're right. I guess we should just clarify, if you're in private school, stay in school. If not, then get out of the school. So yeah, don't worry about it. You're not getting money. anything out of it. Not for while you can, monkey boy. How about uh, a Jeff Golden movie review? Yeah. Hi. 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 I'm Jeff Goldblum. You, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? <laughs> What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. Because she's sweet and like a peach and like a juicy and sweet. Yeah, you're afraid to be too Goldblum. He thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's going to be Goldblum. By jamming them into his pocket. I'm going to get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? 
So I, this is not a movie, but I was actually looking through some Jeff Goldblum stuff, and Jeff Goldblum uh, hosted SNL twice. And I was able to watch a uh, majority of those episodes, all the stuff that they still have available online, that kind of thing. So he hosted once in 1993, right after the original Jurassic Park came out. And then he hosted again in 1997, right before the second Jurassic Park was about to come out. So I watched uh, the episodes, just kind of a little review on that. 1993, 1997, some of the good cast members at the time were like uh, Chris Farley. Uh, Adam Sandler was in some episodes, uh, Will Ferrell, uh, Chris Kattan. These were between the two. Um, yeah, a lot of the, you know, oh, yeah. some big name, some big name guys. So then, uh, so Jeff hosted twice and the, it's so hard with comedy to, to, to watch it and see how well it does. And SNL is such a hit or miss show. I watch like every episode of SNL. Uh, not a. I don't know if any of you do. I used to back in uh, okay, 2012 through 2014. Okay, not really. Not really. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those shows that is it's so hit or miss. But I still like to like to watch it. I just kind of like that style of performance. Yeah, um, it's good, and it's but, like it's yeah, for like a from like a comedy standpoint, it's like. One of the few things that's still just sticking around, like the old days. Exactly, exactly. There's, I mean, there's always like the constant. It's always the same format of the show, right? They always start off with a political segment that I skip, and then they do the intro, and then they do a bunch of sketches. Then they do a musical performance. Then they usually do a, uh, you know, like the weekend update type thing. Then they'll do some sketches, performance. A sketch or two and then it's over like it's always the same kind of format that they follow every single time i'll usually skip the musical performances uh usually you maybe i'll listen to a couple minutes you know like a first 30 seconds if it sounds good i'll listen but snl is so hit or miss and so it's really tough to you know to kind of judge it on is it the writing that's bad is it the is it the performer that's bad sometimes you can kind of tell right sometimes it's like yeah you got some yeah you got some actor actress that is just not into it or really didn't prepare or really it's just not that funny of a person in general. And then sometimes you're like, this writing is so like the sketch is way too long. This is just not funny regardless of who was doing it, that type of thing. Um, I watched Jeff's and I was, I just wasn't that into it. Like the, the people that a lot, you know, this is big cast time. Like a lot of, a lot of the stuff still holds up pretty well when you watch a lot of the stuff from the nineties SNL stuff but it still was just a different era also with the comedy. And I just, I didn't love the sketches he was involved in and they didn't let him in like the nineties. He was much less uh, Jeff Goldblum as we see him now. Yeah. So he didn't evolve to full bloom. Yeah. Like I feel like if they had him on now, it would be a completely different show and it would be way more ridiculous and way more over the top. I've just seen him in a lot more comedic roles since that time. Uh, But it just, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't love the sketches. I mean, it would, it would, it, they were nothing was even getting me to like, you know, laugh a little bit. Uh, the, the only type of funny one, which was, which was probably, you know, more again, this is where stuff doesn't hold up as well. Cause like one of the sketches is he is at a video store and the guy recognizes him as Jeff Goldblum 
and Jeff Goldblum's there to rent like a porno DVD, you know, and then you realize that, uh, you know, and then the guy always tells when other celebrities have been in there. And so he knows that, uh, you know, as soon as he leaves, this guy's going to tell everybody that Jeff Goldblum, you know, is really in <laughs> this place. And so like, that's probably like a real, you know, that's like an actual, at the time it was probably like an actual concern of celebrities. Like you probably had to get somebody else to do like certain type of errands for you, that type of thing. But and it was. Oh, funny. I definitely would not be buying going to a porn store. Yeah. <laughs> if I was a celebrity. Yeah. Well, he was a video store, and then he just they had the, you know the back section, the back where the weirdos go, and the uh, anyway. So it it didn't, but just the stuff just wasn't very funny. It just doesn't hold up very well. And I and I love SNL, and I love obviously Goldblum. So it was a little disappointing that it didn't kind of translate over to the two of them meshing as well as I would have liked. Um. So, I, I as, as much as I'm gonna say middle i don't even want to say middle tier i kind of want to say bottom tier might be a uh a randy quaid on the golden movie review scale i'm fly i'm pilot i uh, just you know i wouldn't recommend these skits to somebody because i think there's just so many better images of jeff out there so it's fair it's a fair review yeah nice review jared thank you thank you very much guys much much appreciated um <laughs> uh steve this is kind of going along what you're talking about earlier with uh i don't I don't know why. I, it doesn't really have anything to do with that. But what about uh, <laughs> mermaids? Okay, mermaids are kind of like the... Uh, what about mermaids? Well, let's get into mermaids. That's what I want to talk about, talk about here, right? So mermaids are right. um, attractive in some sense, right? They're like a... Not like... Mermaid is a fine line between a... You know, kind of like a symbol of, you know... I feel like old sailors would have like a picture of a mermaid as kind of like a sex symbol type thing but also they know it's, it's like, like, like maybe a, i'll find one of these in the net yeah exactly like Hell that's, yeah. that's the girl that's gonna be Give her the on. what for but it's it borderlines on bestiality so it's a really borderline type of thing it is fish bottom yeah fish bottom but is that is the issue with the fish bottom like is it better if it was a fish top with a female bottom uh no no that'd be weird that'd be gross well why is it more gross well, one, they wouldn't be able to swim very well. <laughs> That's true. They just would have so, the, front, the front gills. They would go extinct pretty fast. Two, um, you know, it's a fish head. Come on. Well, I get why it looks gross, but I mean, like, just from a, you know, if they're equally, I like, it's, it's they're both, I agree, gross, but you can't, like, from a from a sexual interaction, you can't do anything with a with a fish bottom half, but you can with a female bottom half, but not but the fish top half well, is a fish. You don't know the exact anatomy of the mermaid. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't like you know. I don't know what's going. Maybe they have some type of flap they can open. Oh God, I, God. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's a good point. It's a good point. I just was thinking that you know mermaids are like this viewed in this certain way and if they're they they would i agree that they would be so much more gross with the top half being a fish there's just a big difference between the top (laughs) and the bottom half of a fish uh for the mermaid and pat your thoughts um i don't know i don't think about having sex with fish jared (laughs) i was trying to avoid that at all costs of course i just (laughs) <laughs> mermaid uh like like to example the little mermaid she like falls in love with the guy right and she is a you know there's there's that symbolism because there's but if she were half the top half were fish that's not going to happen 
That's just what I I'm saying. I don't even think I could get, like, erect if the room smelled like fish. That's a good, you know what I, I mean? I think that's a good point. Nobody ever talks about the, the smell of mermaids. <laughs> the probably smell. Do not, mermaids probably do not smell good. Anybody from the sea would not smell good. You dirty girls. Okay, uh, we're, let's get to an email here. Uh, it's from Brad. Brad's been on the show before. It says STC Mafia 2. This, uh, of course, email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Pat said, when is the sophomore album of STC Mafia coming out, and could some of the boys get a feature on it? So in uh, middle school, I had a rapping uh, group. Me and uh, Microdot, who's been on the show before, me and him used to create hip-hop songs. I have them on my computer. I think I should throw one of the ones at the end of the show. God, they're bad. Uh, you talking water? <laughs> water's a good one don't play um there's some ones they were here's the problem with God, they're hard to listen to um because i pat did you have a band or you know paul you didn't really but pat did you ever have like a band uh we never like had a name or came up with any songs but there was three of us yeah but you would play around you never recorded it though no we just played like songs we knew Okay. Um, have you ever thought about, do you ever want to do that in the future, or do you just like just playing by yourself now? Uh, I don't know. Who has time to do that? I, I Yeah, I always think <laughs> about that, too. I, but, I mean, it, it, I guess, yeah, it's like if you had the time, you would not be, like, opposed to it, but you're not, like, seeking it out type of thing. Yes. So okay. this is a song. Uh, so at the time, I had a lot of time, and when you're a kid, you have a lot of time, so... Uh, I we were making these songs and the lyrics were just absurd. It's all about you know shootings and um, <laughs> they were not they're not not applicable to uh, our lifestyle <laughs> uh, so much. <laughs> um, but Mike did a really nice job with like you know at the time for what we were working with like a nice job on the beats and you know we had like the recording type equipment and. It was just kind of a fun way to hang out and we would make some songs. We did make an album called Mafia and it stood for Monies and Females. Money and Females Inevitable Assets. M A F I A. Wow. Uh so <laughs> uh I'll throw one of our songs out here. But like I this was a point like we played one time like at a party, we did a live performance. One time I played it in front of a classroom, one of the songs. Uh <laughs> It was not completely hidden. Like we sold, I don't know how many, you know, CDs. We sold like a, some CDs. Not we we didn't sell zero, and it was somewhere between, you know, in the ten to twenty five range the CDs that we sold. Um, so there's ten to twenty five fucking idiots out there. Exactly. Uh, but <laughs> uh, you know, if if you want to know like a legit guy that could do hip hop music that went to our school, uh, you know. Mellow Trip, who's been on the show, we actually just released a new song the other day. But anyway, uh, the next song, next out, I mean, Brad, I'm not going to lie to you, we're probably not going to make another song. I'll guess we'll talk to Microdot next time we're on the show, and I'll leave this up for him. And if he's open to it, uh, I could give it another shot with with some lyrics that were more uh, uh, probably better suited for who I am. So gangster, yeah. pretty gangster yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's all pretty gangster. Do you remember any of it, Steve? I remember like the beat to water. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But that's the only one. I don't know why that one stuck around in my yeah. brain. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. But 
I want to get this Tanzania news real fast. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that the patient is now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi, it's a fake. Fugazi, Fugazi, it's a wazi, it's a wazi, it's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. Tanzafria Brews. Tanzafria Brews. <laughs> that'd be if there's, that'd be, a, Pat, if you had a Tanzania drink, that'd be a good one. <laughs> I'll try and look into that. <laughs> so this one, we've kind of talked about witch doctors in the past, but Tanzania just arrested 65 witch doctors over 10 killings. There was at least 10 killed, children were killed recently uh, from witch doctors. So just a little like you know nice story, just a little heartwarming story that we could get into uh, get into the week with, but oh, obviously yeah. pretty ridiculous. Uh, I, I they apparently they kill people and they use different organs and stuff like that as good luck. But I'm trying to think about this like why I I, I don't understand like the it's good luck, but you're killing so, people to do that. So what what's the it seems like bad luck for those kids. It's it's the albinos is the big thing. Like anyone with albinoism in Africa is like targeted because there's like some weird superstitions where their body parts can be used for like rituals, whether it's like healing or like people will eat them, like eat parts of them and like do crazy stuff. Well, they are so good like for healing. I yeah I know because they don't have melatonin, which is like. So bad for you. Yeah. So if you need some of that, yeah. <laughs> just eat an arm or something. You're good. God, it's so ridiculous. They said, yeah, and you're seeing, you're right on about the al. You know, they said, but not all these kids that were killed were were albinos. But uh, they said that one in fourteen hundred people in Tanzania is albino. Where with Western countries, it's one in twenty thousand. So it's pretty crazy. That's crazy. How much more of it there is. Um. And obviously it stands out a lot more if you have like a dark complexion versus if you're, you know, white to begin with and then you're albino, it's, you're not going to stand out as much as, you know, somebody. And also if everybody around you is way darker, then you're going to stand out a lot more. So we probably don't even notice it sometimes. Um, but, uh, yeah, just kind of a crazy, I mean, just it's so crazy to think that you could have like this is still a thing somewhere, right? I mean, just like it's so different from the lives we live. And then you just go out there and you just hear about like a story where there's just people that are ritual killing people. And you kind of, when you think about that, you think like the Aztecs doing that, you know, thousands of years ago. Yeah. Not like people that see a car every day or like an airplane every day. Even if it's like not as, you know, built up as America, you're still like, oh, okay. I know what a cell phone is. Yeah. I should probably figure science works. And instead, they're like, no, I'll be as insane as possible and eat a kid for my liver. I don't know. Yeah. Dr. Drew recently had an episode, and I thought it said uh, cannibalism. And I thought it was, I thought he was interviewing a guy in cannibalism because I was also interested with the story and about cannibalism. It turned out it was about cannabis. So I was, uh, uh, it was kind of a bummer. So you were, you were high as fuck. <laughs> no, listening to it, not so much. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I was, I was really expecting it to be relevant to this, but, uh, it kind of bummed me out. 
For example, you remember me possibly as a man with small hands. Yeah, you think, you think he had small hands. Do you remember that? Yeah, sure, okay. What yep. you remember is false. Okay. Yep. Okay. Big, masculine. My hands tell a story of greatness. I did have a uh, one last little thing I wanted to talk about advice to people. Um, this is for, we talk about man cards a lot on the show. No, and, you talk about man cards a lot on the show. Uh, <laughs> but if you put together you, me, and Paul, the amount of times man cards is, sent, is said, it's probably a decent amount, right? I think it's been said every single time by you. <laughs> that's that sounds like semantics pat like i don't want to get into the details of who's saying what or that kind of thing like i don't you know i'm not going to bring back past stuff you said or anything like that right so i'm not going to like play clips of you something you said on a past show and then misconstrue it so it sounds like something else on the show you know oh i had my wing out um so <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway <laughs> Uh, what I thought of is a little idea. So, like, obviously crying man card, right? Bad, <laughs> yeah, come on. Uh, well, I mean, if you just watch what are you crying over? Like... Well, it'd say you find something. Uh, so how about, like, a cute, you're, you're crying over a cute puppy or something like that. Or, or oh, how about, man uh, card. Watching you, a movie. Yeah, it's gone. Watching Your movie, human right? card should be gone. <laughs> like I said, the notebook is the only exception. <laughs> I I thought of a good the way though if you get caught crying in a situation where it's not if you if it's a man card crying situation you ready for this yeah um especially if you're you know if you're into working out i wasn't crying i was sweating from my eye okay <laughs> that's a horrible excuse what you got to do is pepper spray yourself immediately <laughs> oh you like you like okay, you're thinking make it more legit Just keep like always keep yeah. a pepper a, a pepper spray in your pocket yeah, and then somebody looks at you, and you're like, oh, they're like, hey, did you see that dog helping that cat out of the pond? And you're like, oh, shit, I just pepper spray myself. <laughs> like, no, I didn't see it. I just, I was pepper spraying myself in the eye. <laughs> Must have gone off in my pocket. Only, only if you run into there, Paul, pepper spray, kind of a man card. Yeah, that's true, because then you're like, oh, I'm a bitch. I, <laughs> shit. But it's a fine line. I don't hate it. You can always say somebody pepper spray me. Do you see that guy? He just pepper spray <laughs> Blame it on somebody else. Um, that guy just pepper spray. Yeah. yeah. But I was just thinking, the reason I was thinking sweating from my eye is that, you know, then it insinuates you were also just working out, you know. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, then if you're with, you know, with a girl, maybe she likes to see Christ. And maybe you go with that. But if you're in a different situation, you're with your guys, they're calling you soft recently. They see you cry. No, bro. I was just sweating from my eye. <laughs> <laughs> just, just in case you and the just bros get a little are eye pump. getting a little teary. Yep. There you go. I don't really know the other options. What else can you put in your eye? Pat, what makes you, you cry? You can have an onion. Uh, what makes me cry? Um, something that's too spicy. Okay, so that's so that might be a good thing. Like keep a little like habanero pepper, right? <laughs> um, I was walking outside today, and it was really cold, and the wind was hitting me, and I had tears coming down. I've had that happen before. That's a weird. That's yeah. a weird feeling. 
Yeah. You're like, are my eyes going to be okay after this? <laughs> yeah. Am I am I this emotionally drawn to weather? Like, maybe I should have been a weatherman. <laughs> That's what I kind of think. Like, should I have been a weatherman if weather moves me this much? I'm going to say yes. Yeah. You should have. <laughs> I should have. Yeah. All right. Well, we will uh, wrap up the show there. Uh, email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Pat, did you want to do your uh, little your little uh, giveaway, your, your listening thing? Do you have uh, something with you or not so much? Okay. There we go. I'm hitting my desk with it. Okay. You, you got to give him another hint. Yeah, maybe. Can you shake it? Or is that too obvious? Oh, oh, oh. Okay. okay, hopefully somebody can get it from that. Uh, but if Might somebody, have a winner. Yeah, if somebody, somebody guesses uh, what it is, you know, tweet us, email us, whatever, and then the first person to get that will get a signed copy of War Stories with Jeff Goldblum, DVD, uh, probably full screen version, and then a sleeve of Chubstep golf balls. Yeah, the uh, person did not respond to my YouTube comment yet trying to give away uh augie rose okay. so <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah yeah I, I did say i would mail it to him though which is pretty creepy well we we could mail it to a, a p.o box yeah well yeah. i mean yeah we'll figure out they might not immediately go to p.o box they might <laughs> go to this guy is a weirdo <laughs> name, asking for somebody's because my name is steve palomino on youtube <laughs> And you're asking for somebody's address randomly on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll send it to you. Give me your address. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I don't want to get murdered over Augie Rose. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Chubstep Podcast on Twitter and Facebook. And the show has ended. I rest my case.
Red Sea, of course you all know me, J to the Red Sea, come to me for free, G, I guess now you know, where my hood be, that's right, it's the ridge, that ain't no mission fee, so when you see me in the streets, you know B, I'm that straight gangster J Red cruising with Sneaky, I'm driving, and Sneaky's riding shotgun, we roll up to the crib, and catch him while they're stunned. Grabbing the Glock with my left hand, I pointed right at the door. They hear the Rashad and they look at me scared. Then they drop to the floor like a whore. They leave the house right through the window. I'm in this too deep just to let them go. I gotta follow them with Sneak by my side. He's got a Tech 9 right out the door. They're trying to escape but going too slow. Sneak kept shots like on Saints Row. You wanksters run, but you cannot hide. I get my AK and I do a drive by. Now it's just you against my gas pedal and my brake Since you went and called me fake, this is the last breath you'll take Now I seen the day I saw a gangster cry You think it's over, but you're all gonna die I'm in this too deep to get, get out now They always told me that it was blood and blood out A gangster for life is what I'll always be Breathing like a true dream in I'm in this too deep Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.